fancy free listeners. I feel like I have missed you guys. It was a great three-week break from the Fancy Free podcast this summer, but I'm so glad to be back to it. I have two quick things before we get into our crazy date compilation episode. Number one is Fancy Free is moving to a Wednesday published date. Just because I edit all the episodes myself, start to finish, it takes several hours and I am ready to have my Sunday evenings back, you guys. And since I'm a procrastinator, my husband and I put our heads together and decided that maybe during the week would be better. So the very first regular episode of this season will come out July 21st. And you guys, it's so good. It's oh, I laughed so hard during this interview. It was crazy. I interview Rachel Nielsen. I'm sure many of you already know and love her. She's the host of 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms. And she interviewed me in episode 175 of that show. And she tells us a really, really cute, funny, embarrassing story that has to do with sex, actually. (laughs) So I'll just give you that little teaser. And that will be Wednesday, July 21st, Rachel Nielsen, followed by July 28th, Katie Love, who's a comedian in LA. So much fun. The second thing I have to tell you is that shelfies are back in stock and ready to go. Shelfie Shop is my online store where I sell my women's loungewear and pajamas that I designed and had manufactured. Every outfit has the perfect built-in shelf bra for comfort and modesty and coverage. And also every outfit has a perfectly placed pocket for your phone. They are flying off the shelves. And I think pretty soon Leanne Morgan, who you guys remember I interviewed a while back, she has received her shelfies, loves them, and is going to make a video for her 1.2 million Facebook followers. So if you've been meaning to grab your shelfies and you've been putting it off, Go to shelfyshop.com and grab yours before Leanne Morgan's followers snatch them up. It's at www.shelfyshop.com. That's S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. All six styles are restocked. They all come in a variety of solids and different pattern combinations, so you can find something you love. And I have a confession to make. I haven't really worn shelfies too much because I feel like I want to have them to sell. I've never had a huge stock all at once. And so it just breaks my heart when somebody tries to order something and then it isn't in stock. So I'm like, I'm not going to wear them yet until I have an overabundance and then I'll start rotating them through my cozy clothes wardrobe. Well, we have a huge gaggle of house guests. It's been like a rotating door here at the Jarrett family compound in, in rural Montana. We had several family friends come and visit and then we've had family here And we actually had a bit of a family trauma. It's ending well. My father-in-law fell and had a brain bleed and some severe side effects from that. And he is almost all the way back to baseline. And we are just thanking God every day that it has ended up that way. But we've had a flood of family coming in. And we also have a boy living with us now who is a senior in high school. He's been a family friend and a really close friend of my daughter Delaney's. He is living with us this year. So all of that has made me need cozy clothes more than ever, but also want to sort of look modest and put together at the same time. So I have gone ahead and torn into the shelfies myself. And I think I wore my silver lining not so shorts and my silver lining kangaroo high-low top I think for 36 straight hours just recently. (laughs) And it just looks like a top and shorts, but you don't have to wear a bra. And it was so cozy to sleep in. And I was like, see, I knew 
I knew I made shelfies for a reason. Thank you, self. (laughs) So anyway, go ahead and grab those. And if you are planning on ordering some, use the code fancy free and you will not pay shipping. Also, I recently expanded the store so that we are now selling worldwide. So if you are in Canada or or in the UK or anywhere else in the world and you've wanted to try shelfies but you haven't been able to order them, now you can. Please know, however, that the fancy free code for free shipping is only to United States customers at this time. You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfection and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And this is the first episode of Season 5 of the Fancy Free Podcast. We have a tradition that with the first episode of each season, we do a compilation episode. I ask each guest if they have a crazy or funny or embarrassing dating story, and then we save them all for this episode each season. So today I have five stories for you. They are all a look back on previous guests, Joanna Crone, Shantaya McIntyre, Lana Hogue, Leah Taylor, and Casey O'Rourke from season four. Do not disappoint. So you guys are going to get such a good laugh out of these stories. And if you've had any dating shenanigans, these will make you feel better about yours. Our first funny date story is from Joanna Crone. Joanna is from episode 111. I will link to it in the show notes. Her episode is so much fun. She has <laughs> she has a really funny story about an intruder who ended up not being an intruder, a story about locking herself out of her house with her infant son inside, and so much more. I didn't date in high school. I went to a pretty small school and the only guy I had a crush on actually had no interest in me. So I just didn't, I didn't date. And when I got to college, I was in the dorms and one of the guys who lived a floor below me, cause it was a co-ed dorm. He's like, yeah, we're going to the movies and whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, the movies. Awesome. Let's all go. And we went and he sat next to me and I was shocked when he tried to grab my hand and hold my hand because I oh. had no idea it was a date. I didn't know it was a date. <laughs> you're like, these advances are coming out of nowhere. <laughs> so basically, my funny like first date story was like, I just had no clue he asked me out on a date. I thought we were as friends and I, I was really embarrassed. So cute. But, yeah. <laughs> so did you did you like the guy? No, just as a friend. I wasn't yeah. interested in him like that. <laughs> so how long after that did you meet your husband? I met my husband my sophomore year of college. So it was a year and a half later. Aww. But it's it's really funny. My husband went to school here in Phoenix and he actually had gone to high school with the same guy. So he knew who he oh, was. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. Small world. Our second date story comes from Shantaya McIntyre, and Shantaya's episode is so much fun. She tells us about her snafus while learning to become a road cyclist in training for a triathlon. Shantaya's episode is episode 99, and again, I'll link that in the show notes for you. As I mentioned, I didn't I didn't even know that I was cute until college because, number one, I went to a predominantly white high school and at the time, white men really were asking out black women. And so I didn't even have any dates, huh. dances, or proms, or anything. Wow. And so, you guys, listeners, if you haven't seen Shantea, you need to look her up right now because she is stunning. I My jaw is just like a gape. <laughs> well, thanks. You know, I, had, I literally had no idea. But when I got to college, 
all of a sudden guys wanted to take me on tours of the campus. And I was just thinking, man, everyone is so nice here. Like I didn't even understand that. People are so helpful. (laughs) I did. I was like, this is so great. I picked the right school. Everyone is so kind. And then it wasn't until about two months and I was like, Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, that's cute. Also, my mom had always experienced me never going on dates or doing anything. And so I don't know what she thought, but she had come to Fresno to help me open a banking account so that she could wire me money like every college kid needs you to Love do. It. And the big teller was relatively cute. He wasn't like drop dead gorgeous, but he was a cute kid. And so she slid him my phone number while she opened the <laughs> bank account. Oh, no. And I know, I was so mortified. I don't need your help. Right? I don't need your help. He was shorter than me. She didn't realize that because he was standing on like a box because, you know, big toes are so elevated. (laughs) He was a little chubby. Like my style, I really just love strong, athletic men. That's like my jam. She's looking at the football roster, Ma. Yes. And he was not (laughs) it. And so we go on a date and he was like eating weird where it was like drooling out of his mouth. Like it was just a nightmare. He was like, oh, I don't have money for this meal. And I was like, neither do I. Because I'm like, you asked me out. Mind you, my mom did prompt it, but you asked me out. (laughs) And then he's like, well, there's an ATM right there. And he pointed to an ATM (gasps) during our date. And I was like, dude, you work at the bank. How? (laughs) You are literally a bank employee. What? And so I had gone to the little ATM because I was young and stupid and I pulled out some money and I paid for the date. Well, you had to get yourself out of there. That Like whatever the extraction technique is, just let's get this over with. Maybe he just probably knew you were way beyond. Like there was no hope. But still, be a gentleman. Good Lord. I don't know. Terrible. 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 Our third dating story is from Lana Hogue, and you guys will remember Lana from episode 96. She is one of my fashion industry mentors and is the consultant between Shelfie Shop and our factory. So she is absolutely essential to what Shelfie Shop brings you, and she's hilarious. So on her episode, she mostly talks about nudity because she has enjoyed going to nude beaches from time to time and had a couple of really fun stories about that. But this story about one of her early dates with her husband is so funny. I still sometimes spontaneously laugh about it when I think about it. So you are welcome. Lana and I are treating you to a good deep belly laugh on this one. When I first moved to San Francisco, as anyone who's lived in the Bay Area knows, rent here is really expensive. So I had my room in a big shared household. So my room was tiny and there was no horizontal surface in my bedroom to reserve for my motorcycle helmet. So I would routinely just throw it into my laundry basket because a nice soft place for it to land. So at the time I started dating a man I was really trying to impress and he ended up being my husband, but at the time he was my boyfriend and he would never ride with me on the back of my motorcycle. And I thought, oh, he doesn't trust me. So one day when he said that he had to drop his car off at the shop and would I give him a ride back, which meant he was going to take a ride on the back of my motorcycle. I was so excited that he trusted me. I was on my motorcycle and I followed him across town so he could drop off his car. And then he gets on the back of my motorcycle and we're riding on for a little bit. And he reaches up and he touches my helmet and makes this kind of rip sound. And he goes, what's this? And I look at his hand. This is a man I'm trying to impress. His hand has my mini pad in it. 
Oh no. No. <laughs> I was okay. Horrible. I was thinking underwear. Mini pad is worst. <laughs> I was horrified. And especially because he didn't know what it was. That's a puffy sticker. Never mind you. <laughs> Never mind that I'd worn it all the way across town, stuck to the side of my helmet. But he found it and had it in his hand, I think, stripped 10 years off my life. <laughs> I'm, so, oh, I'm so glad you didn't crash. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Then you were able to say, see, I'm very trustworthy because not only can I drive my motorcycle safely, I can do it when somebody is handing me my mini pad off of my head. I didn't know what to do with it. I just like grabbed it out of his hand. I think I stuck it in my pocket. (laughs) Too bad somebody didn't roll their window down at a stoplight and say, excuse me, ma'am, you have a mini pad on your head. Well, it's San Francisco, mind you. So there's all kinds of things you're going to see that you don't necessarily call out to people. Well, that's true. One time when Scott and the girls and I were visiting San Francisco for a medical conference, we were walking in the Marina District. And all of a sudden, a bunch of bicycles start coming towards us on the street. And I realized too late to really do anything. Although we aren't a shameful family. So my kids have seen both of us nude multiple times. It's not a big deal. We never worry that much about it. But it was just so unexpected and fascinating in the middle of the day to see all of these people of all shapes, sizes, genders, and you know identities riding towards us on their bicycles naked. And then what was even more shocking than that was as they were riding past us, I couldn't help but turn my head and to see them from the back naked on a bicycle, that is a very fascinating sight. <laughs> I'm sure. Buns yeah, of so, every color. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of buns and lots of hanging skin. And <laughs> my kids were like, hey, those people don't have any clothes on. And we're like, they sure don't. They're just kind of get walking. riding together. Were they wearing helmets, though? Were they being safe about it? No, so, well, some of them were and some of them weren't, as far as I remember. But it was about 12 years ago. <laughs> There used to be a fellow in Berkeley who would wear nothing but a red bandana all seasons, and he would move the red bandana, so it'd be on different parts of his body. It might be on his wrist, it might be on his head, and I had heard about him because I had a girlfriend who lived in Berkeley who would tell me about him, and God rest his soul, I don't think he's around anymore. And I've forgotten about the stories of him, and I just have, my first encounter was when he was standing right next to my car at a stoplight and he had the red bandana tied around his penis which is like on display in my window because he was standing right next to my car and I remember going, oh yeah the guy with the red bandana well that is a very interesting place to tie your bandana guy <laughs> I mean it's one thing to be naked it's another thing to tie your bandana around your penis on it yeah <laughs> That's fascinating. It's it's like a very, very Bay Area where's Waldo situation. Right. <laughs> Am I going to see the man with the red bandana and where is it going to be tied? That's why I think <laughs> the mini pad on my helmet didn't phase anybody. <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> Our next story is from Leah Taylor and... I had so much fun interviewing Leah. She is a laugh and a half. She actually 
sent me a little clip of some stand-up that she had done, and it is so good. She's, she's just really naturally hilarious. If you missed her episode, it's episode 110. My favorite story of hers on that episode is a premenstrual syndrome moment she had in Tesco's car park, and she just tells it so well. It's awesome. But this is a really cute story about, I think, her first date with her now husband. And this actually is with my husband. It was our first date that we went on. Um, And I was really smitten with him. And it was our first date. And we'd gone to a pub. It's quite a noisy pub. And then we went on to have something to eat. And, you know, we're just sort of getting to know each other and everything. And I went off halfway through to go to the loo. Oh, the loo means the toilet. And um, when I got into the toilet, the lock fell off. So it was sort of like, it's one of these things where you slide, slide the thing across Mm-hmm. And, you know, the knob that you do the sliding with fell off. So I couldn't unslide the thing <laughs> and I couldn't climb over and I couldn't climb under. So I was sort of like sort of sitting in there waiting for someone to come in. And I think I'd been in there for about, I don't know, half an hour. And Andy had thought I'd gone. He thought I'd left. He thought, you know, this, this date must have gone really bad. Ditched out the window. <laughs> You're sitting in there going, I am going to lose this opportunity this with this awesome guy. And he was, he was sort of like, oh, God, well, she's, well, that's that's not very kind of her. You know, she's just puckered <laughs> off, so to speak, and left me with two meals, you know, because my meal was had been placed out. So he was sort of thinking, well, I'll just eat this and go, you know, not, not mine, but mm-hmm. he was sort of trying to pile through it and thinking, well, I'll just pay up and go. You know, if you'd seen the, the lengths I was going to from inside oh the toilet, goodness. you know, like hammering on the door and help. shouting, help. <laughs> And it was probably Let's before cell phones. Now you could just call someone from in there, right? Or- we didn't. We didn't have cell phones at the time. That was the thing, right. you know. And it was. It was the toilet wasn't sort of like on the same floor, like oh. in Edinburgh. You know, most of the toilets, if you're right in the city centre, they'll be downstairs. So it's uh-huh. down in the basement. I was locked Nobody's in the basement. Down there. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> It's just me trying to entertain myself in the toilet. Which... <laughs> and so by the time you get back to the table, your food's cold. He's already done with yeah. his. <laughs> Awkward. And I'm all hot and flustered from screaming. You know, you know how it is. Makeup's all sort of smeared all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Mascara's run, you know. And I'm he's not probably looking... like, should I say something? I don't want to embarrass her. Maybe she just had a stomach problem or something. <laughs> Uh, hopefully you told him what happened as soon as you yeah. arrived back at the table. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't he wasn't that bo- well, and I'm not saying he wasn't that bothered. He was concerned for me, but he was sort of like, "Thank God she came back. <laughs> she does like me. She does like me." <laughs> I must ran to him at the table. It was like, "Come here, here I am, here I am. Please don't leave me." <laughs> <laughs> clinging on to him you have with no idea leg. what I've been through down there absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we did drink quite a lot of wine after that you know because I, obviously I've been traumatised <laughs> yes <laughs> it was medicinal of course <laughs> yes of course Our last story for today is Casey O'Rourke from episode number 86. She and I had so much fun talking. She's one of those people who I wish lived right next door. Her crazy stories in episode 86 center mostly around an unfortunate event at a childbirth class. 
And this is one of her crazy dating stories. Enjoy. When I was in college, it was the beginning of the semester and new classes. And I went to one particular class and there was a guy who at the, you know, you know how people seem cute at first. And then as you take a little time, you're like, oh, you're not actually as cute as I thought you were at the beginning. So I thought he was pretty cute. And he took an interest in me and asked me out. And I don't know what your experience was, but I did not necessarily experience a lot of like, hi, I'd love to take you out to dinner. Like it was more like drunk at a party and like we're making out. So this felt really like, oh, you want to take me out to dinner? Like a, like, a, like an actual date. That was very mm-hmm. exciting. And so he ends up taking me to this Ethiopian restaurant. I, I went to college in Tucson which I have no experience with Ethiopian food. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to order or anything. Mm -hmm. So I just order whatever. And he talks the entire time, Joanne. What? And at first I'm like, yeah, yeah, following, following. But all of a sudden I realize he's like super hardcore political and he's making a case for communism. Oh my, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. On one hand, I'm like 20 years old and I've yet to have any kind of meaningful political standing. I just haven't gotten there yet. So I can't really contribute either way. I'm just like, (laughs) when is this going to be over? Like, I got to get away from this guy. He's too weird. You know, and then he tells me that he recently lost like 300 pounds. Wow. It was just like, I mean, what is happening right now? How am I going to get out of this date? Thank you so much for listening to Fancy Free Podcast today. I love talking about dating. I don't know why. I just think it's such an interesting phase of life, and I'm so glad that I'm not in it anymore, but I love hearing other people's crazy dating stories, and I have some classics that I love to tell, too. Make sure to check out the show notes for today's episode. I will link to all of our guests and their original episodes. Next week, we will start publishing new episodes on Wednesday. And next Wednesday is Rachel Nielsen of 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms. And she is amazing. Remember to follow the show wherever you listen to your podcast so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. Sometimes, you guys, I do an extra episode just because it's been such a good interview and I don't want you to have to wait. So you won't know about those unless you're following. And following is free. It's just a button that you click to let your podcast app know which podcast you want to hear regularly. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. I would absolutely love to interview you for the show. Or if you just have a really quick story that you want to put up as a listener story, that would be awesome too. If you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. We have so much fun over there. We talk all about our embarrassing moments and just a ton of stuff. If you feel like you want some super cozy built-in shelf bra, loungewear, or pajamas, and you want to be able to sleep in the lap of luxury, but also be able to go to your mailbox without frightening your neighbors, then shelfies are for you. Go to shelfieshop.com, S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com, and make sure to use the code FANCYFREE for free shipping. Have a wonderful week, and remember, no one is as fancy as they look.